Uh, uh, look, hey yeah, look, I love gossip, especially when I'm the topic. Say my last shit was hot and they wonder if I could top it. Nigga, stop it, bitches topless. See the team straight, shit sweet. Hotel sweet, looking like spring break. For peace sake, we living like we won the sweepstakes. I came up feeling like a slave. What's up, Joes? And welcome to episode 106 of the Average Joes MMA show. Jeff Shanahan and Raphael Chida is back with you. What's going on? What's going on, Jeff? What's up, brother? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Just smoking. Hell yeah. Me too. Been fucking smoking all day. All day. I took the day yeah. off because I've been fucking sick. The last... I took yesterday off just because I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I fucking would have been just because I wanted to, but I've I've been not feeling the greatest. So spent yesterday in bed. Today I spent fucking smoking and playing UFC 3. <laughs> nice. Dude, no, today I had to go back to work. I got I got into that game, man. I got the early early release for the Champions Edition and shit. So paid some extra money for it. Dug in, man. <laughs> Played a few fights online. I think I went two and one or something. I think I only fought like three times. And then mm. uh, checked out the career mode. Career mode's pretty cool. Uh, I know you really haven't played the last few. No, I haven't. Did you pick McGregor and get an instant title shot? No, no. Nice. You can't. You can't import fighters. You can import either a created fighter or you can import a real UFC fighter. But you have to. You don't get like all their statue stuff to build them up and shit. Mm. But uh, I created a fighter and uh, created a hundred and thirty-five pounder. So I just made up some dude. Why that, why that division? Is that your favorite division? No, nah, I don't. It's not my favorite division, but I like doing career modes with. The, I actually like to get submissions. Like that's my favorite uh-huh. way to win in the okay. careers and shit. And it's a little bit easier, or not easier, easier, but it's a little bit easier to do with the littler guys. Um, you can get your you your BJJ better faster. I think it feels like, and you don't have to worry about getting knocked out as quickly. Trying to take somebody down. Okay. So the match lasts definitely lasts a lot longer with the no knockouts. Well, I don't know. I, I've got <laughs> I got a lot of knockouts. I haven't gotten any yeah. submissions yet. I think I fought because you start instead of going into tough, which I think the last two you have, you start off and you go through and you fight through the Ultimate Fighter and then get into the the UFC that way. This one they start you off in the um, the WFA, I think it is. You know, an old old organization where Hughes and a bunch of guys used to fight, but you fight there for a little bit, a couple of fights. World Fighting Alliance? Yes. Yeah, the World Fighting Alliance. That's where you start off in. You fight. I fought three times in the third fight. Um, Dana and Matt Sarah came for looking for a fight, and I knocked the dude the fuck out and got a contract to the UFC off that. So then you nice. get a contract as like a – a rookie, and you fight five fights, and then depending on how you do, then you get another contract, and it just keeps going till you become a either a contender. And but you're ultimately like through your career, you're trying to do certain things to earn points to become the greatest of all time. Like you have to get so many knockouts, so many submissions, um, win so many fights. So they're trying to become CM Punk, <laughs> the greatest of all time, <laughs> the best in the world. Yeah, the best in the world. No, I don't know. But so far, I'm 
eight or nine fights into the career. I'm on my second contract. So far, I like it, though. It's fun. The, the training's a little bit different, um, which is cool because the old training sessions were kind of stupid. And uh, you have to, you have to like, join a gym. In the, in the beginning, you know, you can either train for free at home or there's some, like, shitty gyms that you can get for – you buy a, a membership and then you have to pay so much a week to train there. But then – How are the – how are the submission controllers like the button layout and shit for that? How is that? Um, it's for you, it'll be probably a little weird at first, but for anybody else that's played the game, it's pretty much the same. The submissions really haven't changed. You just, um, okay, so they actually found a good way of uh trying to it's decent play them in video game. It's mode. decent, like with, if you're attempting a submission, you have to, um, your opponent has to try to fill up this gate. Like, there's four sections to it, and, you know, up, down, left, and right. And you move your, your stick. And so whichever direction they're moving it in, I have to move mine in that direction until a prompt comes up to flip something, and then you go forward to uh, continue through the submission. It sounds complicated, but it's it's yeah. hard to explain without a yeah. visual and shit. But, you know, for the for like an arm bar, it's just different stages of of going into the arm bar and and getting into. So actually, it they actually give you the stages of the arm bar. Yeah, like in that clip jitsu instead of before, where it was like two steps or three steps only. Yeah, it's like four or five. Yeah. It's like four okay. or five of those gate stages that you have to go through to to accelerate through to finish the arm bar or guillotine or whatever submission. Yeah, before it was so simple that you just. It was like go clock, uh, do the Hadouken motion, and you can uh, pass guard, and shit like that. It was really, yeah, really simple. Yeah, it's it's a little more complicated now. <laughs> and if you don't know what the Hadouken motion is, fuck you. You just had to take away A. From it. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, but I know what the Hadouken. Or no, that's Street Fighter. My bad. Yeah, that was Street Fighter. Yeah, it was yeah. just that down mm-hmm. and kind of a uh, down and. To the left or right or up a yeah. little bit. Depending on where you were positioned and facing. Yeah, yeah. And then X, just punch button. Hadouken. Good old Street Fighter. I haven't played a Street Fighter in so long. I I bought it on my Xbox and I have it on my Sega. Oh, man, I haven't played it since like my Super Nintendo. Like Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 3 maybe. I think 2. I got, I got it on Sega 2. And then I got into Mortal Kombat. I got Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. Sega. I bought the last one like just recently because it was on sale for super cheap. Okay, I need to go back and play those Cyrax. <laughs> Smoke. And then when uh, they took fucking Sub Zero's mask off, but he was actually a robot or some bullshit, wasn't he? Something. Uh, the clone of Sub Zero? I don't know. They had like the. Um... They had, like, Cyrax, and I can't think what the other ones were that were kind of like, they look like Scorpion and Sub-Zero, but they were the robots. Yeah. I don't remember. But do you remember when Sub-Zero was unmasked? Yeah. Was that him or was that a clone? Or was no, that just I was him, him unmasked? That was him unmasked. Okay. You know, just a kid and didn't really remember, right? It was at the pizzeria down the corner. I remember we used to go play, me and my cousin. Then he bought it eventually. Nah. Uh, I miss. I need, I need to go back and play that shit. Dude, old school arcade video games are the best. Yeah. The best. My nephews get hooked on it. They've been playing uh, 
where is it? Mario Brothers for Super Nintendo or Mario World? Um, Super Mario. The one where you get to get Yoshi and play as Luigi and Mario. Mario World. Yeah. Epic ass game. They've been playing it. They they come over every weekend and we watch Game of Thrones and they throw that on after we're done watching the Game of Thrones. Ah, nice. Yeah. I just call them out because they suck on it. I'm like, ah, it's not as easy. It's not as easy as these new games. Because you're constantly, you're constantly dying. That's the fucking game. Yeah. Yep. God damn. Or how frustrating that shit used to be. Yeah. So, uh, did you get a chance to catch the rumble? No. Nope. No. Rumble for you? I almost restarted my subscription because they were offering me like through WrestleMania for 99 cents a month or something. But, no. I, I was watching, like, reading live tweets of people that were watching it. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you were going to do a reaction. I was going to watch that shit, but. Um, I didn't have a lot of weed, so I told Jamie we, were, we couldn't hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you make those motherfuckers bring their own weed. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm not gonna have enough weed through Saturday, Sunday, and all these days. I'm like, uh, do you, maybe next time. Wait, do you smoke everybody out when everybody comes over? No, pretty much just Jamie. <laughs> tell, just Jamie, tell Jamie's bum ass to get some fucking weed. Yeah, right. Look at this guy, be listening to this shit. get some weed. Fucking freeloaded. <laughs> no, everyone else brings weed. Everyone else brings weed. Pretty just, much, just not Jamie. Just not Jamie. He's fucking. He's a scavenger smoker. You tell it like it is, Jeff. Tell it like it is. <laughs> nah, I'm just busting balls. I was trying to bust his balls the other night when I was in the fucking group chat, but I think I was too high. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was I, like, "What?" I was really high too, and that was <laughs> <laughs> so I was just randomly typing things. Yeah, no, I love Jamie, but bring more weed, asshole. <laughs> No, but I did. I did tell him like, "Hey, dude, I'm like, I don't have uh, that much weed," and I'm like, "I and I'm not gonna go weedless for a couple of days just because." So I can get you high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm like, sorry, bro. I can watch the Rumble alone. Oh like, yeah, I can play video games at the same time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta travel long ways in Elder Scrolls. So. <laughs> no, but the Rumble was good. I, I'll give it a B, B minus, just because they could have done some some things better but shinsuke won right yeah shinsuke won which i thought was out of the ordinary for them to give not only a new japan guy but an nxt guy like uh the rumble and the road to wrestlemania and then leading them leading to two guys that are not from wwe originally to headline wrestlemania is kind of re- weird Who's that uh, they would let... who's he gonna headline against? AJ. Uh, ooh. They they let him call it right away. Uh, they I, I forgot who the announcer was. I think it might have been JoJo, but she went and she asked Shinsuke, "Who do you want at WrestleMania?" And he's like, "I want AJ Styles." And it's gonna be a repeat of Wrestle Kingdom ten, which is pretty much what the fans want. I wanted it. I just didn't know they were gonna let us have it like this. Does, is... uh, so they just the, does the winner of the rumble get the pick of either champ or any champion they yeah, want? Oh, uh, okay, okay. See, I was that's where I was kind of confused because I didn't realize that it got to pick whatever you know. I just know that you get a championship 
shot a title yeah. shot off of the winning it because that's the way it's always been. But they let they let him pick which uh, whichever champion they want to they want to face. So he, he they they're giving us the rematch of AJ versus Shinsuke, which is awesome. It's a I better matchup. Yeah. It's a better matchup than him and Brock. Oh yeah, of course. Brock would destroy him. That'd that's be not believable. Yeah, even though Brock is susceptible to striking. <laughs> yeah, Kane showed us it. <laughs> so did Alistair. Yeah, so did so did Alistair. Kick him in the tum tum. Yeah, but I thought it was kind of weird. They're gonna uh, let a New Japan guy and a Ring of Honor guy headline WrestleMania, if not co-main event, which is probably gonna be the co-main event. They're giving Brock the top spot, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not right, taking. But the that's gonna be the match that steals the show. Yeah. Oh, the AJ Shinsuke. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, I don't. If they, if they let Shinsuke wrestle, yeah, they've been kind of holding him back, and I'm hoping they've been holding him back for this exact reason: win the Rumble and then showcase him at WrestleMania with a badass match of him and AJ. Well, I mean, it's really hard for anybody to kind of have a bad match with AJ. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since. Well, I guess I watched him last year, the Rumble. I think it was or WrestleMania. I don't remember. He had a really good match with somebody though. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just remember back in the day, you know, in the X Division and TNA, he had great matches with everybody. No, people like talking shit about, uh, like, Roman Reigns and John Cena, and then they're like, oh, man, that was a really good match when it's with him and AJ. And I'm like, no, it's just that they don't have chemistry with anyone else. And so they stick to their fucking five moves of death. But with AJ, they're able to unleash it a little bit more and do a little bit more because... AJ's not the big guy. He's not the super fucking buff guy. He's able to do some aerial assault moves where you're able to catch him and kind of do some unique shit. Or he's able to do some unique shit as well. Well, he's and, just... He, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. I was just saying, he's kind of... He's like the modern-day version of the talent of, like, uh, like Macho Man and, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and stuff where they just are capable of having these legendary matches with whoever. Yeah. Because they, they can play any style. They can play with any style and cater to any style to make it look good. I think Punk was kind of like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, coming up on the indies, I don't know if that's, that's what really helps him out. Just not getting accustomed to the WWE high spot and just to their style of wrestling, which is more tailored to the PG and promos. They do a lot more promos than wrestling. Yeah. Shitty promos. Yeah, that, that too, shitty promos. And uh, like like I said, I'd give it probably a B minus just because there's some discrepancies in the. Uh, I, I, by now, everyone in the MMA community has heard Honda Housey has fucking <laughs> appeared at, at WWE. Who? She came out Who? after the Rumble. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I had not heard, sir. <laughs> I was unaware. Yeah, no. Which I look, I'm a hundred percent down with Ronda going to WWE. I was I'm for fine it. with it. I just thought the execution was dog shit. Like, them presenting her at Royal Rumble like this. Yeah. Like, first of all, she wasn't in the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, like, you can't expose, get her in there. You can't expose that she can't actually wrestle, just like she yeah. couldn't really fight. And I understand they wanted Asuka to win, but... So you have Asuka win it, but then... You have the two champions come in and raise titles... And Shinsuke got to choose right then and there. So, you know, hmm, knowledge would be like, hey, Asuka's going to be able to choose, especially with the champions being right there. But no, Ronda Rousey's music hits, and she pops out. 
She's pointing at the WrestleMania thing. She's wearing Roddy Piper's jacket, like his jacket. Oh, what? Like his original jacket. And uh, she's pointing at the WrestleMania sign. She comes down to the ringside. She extends her hand to Asuka for some odd reason, confusing the whole situation, fucking everything up, ruining Asuka's moment because I'm Ronda Rousey. Look, and I'm a Ronda Rousey fan, but don't do this shit. You're you're just going to aggravate fans like me, and I'm a fan of both, and I don't mind the crossover. Right. I mind shit on the presentation. The shit execution, yeah. Yeah, dude. So they have her come in and try to shake Asuka's hand. Asuka slaps it away. Asuka didn't even get to choose her opponent. Ronda Rousey's kind of challenging Asuka after she won the Rumble. But the thing is, there's two champions. And to me, it makes sense. You let Asuka go against Alexa Bliss because she's from Raw. She won the Royal Rumble, go for Raw. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair is what people want to see. And if she goes against... Charlotte Flair wins it against Charlotte Flair, which eh, I don't know. I don't know about that one because, you know, she's a newcomer. But then they're going to try to set Asuka versus Ronda Rousey somehow. I don't. I think they're confused as to what they're trying to do. Are you going to Are you gonna have Charlotte, Charlotte Flair beat her? Like, you're going to kill her off right away? Are you, are you going to kill off the women's revolution so fast? Like, in WWE, they've been having, like, their revolution where women have been ma- main eventing. And getting every single pay-per-view and crazy match that the guys have been getting. So they the first ever Women's Royal Rumble, they're getting the Elimination Chamber next. They've done right. the TLCs. Because they, they're, they've they shown that they have the capabilities of wrestling on the same level, if not better than these guys. So they're like, fuck it, we gotta, we got to put them on. So if you let Ronda just come in here and put, you just put her over against all these girls, you kind of just shit on all their work that they've been doing. That's why I, I like. I don't think it makes sense to even put her in for the title. Like, she's got some history with Steph. Have her wrestle Steph. Yeah, and then build build her up. Yeah, you, you guys could have built her up. Cause, it, it, right, if you throw her in a title shot right away, you have to give her the belt, or you kill all that money you spent on getting her and shit. Yeah. To me, though, Ronda wasn't going to just be like, okay, cool, I'm going to come here and put girls over. Nah. Maybe, I'm hoping. I'm hoping Ronda's like, you know what, I'm going to be humble about it. I'm a WWE fan. I'll go in there, I'll get some of my wins. I'll get a title or two, but I'm there to put mostly girls over until ultimately when I'm done in, let's say, three years, four years, however long her contract is, which I don't think is going to be that long. You know, Hopefully she makes these girls even look better than what they were. Which I doubt it. I I don't I don't know about you know. I don't know if Ronda would want to go out like that, but that would be kind of a humble way. Especially you know, this isn't MMA. She isn't going to be knocked out. She isn't going to be fucking put to sleep. She's going to get hurt. Well, not intentionally. You know, there might be accidents. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, there's always that possibility. <laughs> I what uh, what the heck is her name? Um... Alberto Del Rio or Del Rey's. Oh, Del Rio, yeah. Yeah, girlfriend. Um, or ex girlfriend. The one that had all the leaked porn videos that got kicked in the neck or whatever. Oh, Paige. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she was supposed to be in this Royal Rumble and she hurt her neck again. Yeah. 
Well, didn't she? Had, some... She had just come back from injury or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah. It said that she might be. That's it. Yeah, That's she it might have her. to retire. That's what I I saw on some clickbait shit. Yeah, twenty five years old. I'm hoping it's not true. They haven't come out officially, but she was hurt, so well, we'll she, see what's up with her. She could always get into porn. Mm hmm. <laughs> she, she Wait, what do you mean? She is in like. Oh, she I is mean, in professionally. Porn. That looked pretty professional to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It got me off, but in... Ah. <laughs> uh, shit. But all in all, dude, I, I, I was I was pretty all right with the Royal Rumble. Except, uh, no, Brock, the Brock match was good. I don't know if you saw Brad, uh, Brock. He got kneed in the face by Braun Strowman pretty hard. Like, you see his face, like, and everything take the impact. And he gets up, and he fucking uppercuts and writes Strowman right in the face, and Strowman stumbles. Because Brock's like, fuck you, dude. What the hell was that knee about? He's like, you throwing potatoes at me? Let's go. Pa-pa. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is a, I've done MMA, motherfucker. You want to get tough with me? Like, That's the last dude I would want to fucking mm-hmm. ca- catch with a, a knee or some shit and yeah, not Bron knock be, him out. Yeah, Bron might be Brigger, but... Brock knows how to wrestle him down and actually keep him there and pound him out. Right. These guys aren't strikers, so Brock has nothing to worry about. Right. These guys are trained to pull punches. This motherfucker broke mm-hmm. a dude's orbital bone with a punch. Yeah, no, and you can see I posted up the link, dude. He gives him a nice one, too. Brock's like, what the fuck, dude? Pop, pop. <laughs> uh, that's good shit. These kids gonna learn. Yeah. You're gonna learn one way or another. Yeah, I was like I said, I was reading, following live tweets and stuff from from some friends of mine, and uh, hearing that Shinsuke one was was pretty cool. I was all right with that because I heard like I kept seeing tweets and like, oh fuck, it's gonna be either Roman or Cena. Yeah, they did kind of like a a three on three at the end, kind of old school versus new school. They had Shinsuke, Finn Balor. And Roman Reigns face off against uh, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, and uh, Randy Orton. So the, okay. they had old school, new school, and apparently there was a huge fucking pop for Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I did see that um, online. Like some videos popped up on Twitter of his entrance and people going ape shit. I was seeing a lot of ratings went up too as soon as he came out. I heard the ratings went up crazy. I guess people got the word that he was he came out at the Royal Rumble, so they all tuned in. They're like, "Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it." People love Ray. Yeah, dude. It's just they don't like the small guy. Uh, I think today they're gonna name a general manager of Two Hundred Five Live. I'm gonna check that out. It's on the network after this. Uh, and they're gonna name a general manager. If they didn't have a general manager. It was kind of just Two Hundred Five Live. I guess now they're naming a manager. Okay. Might be Dean Malenko. Might be Rey Mysterio. I'm kind of hearing it's going to be the Hurricane. <laughs> Give him a job. He needs something to do. He came out at the Rumble. You didn't see him? No. Oh, yeah. Right. You didn't see it. No, he came out. He got tossed out real quick. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> there wasn't too many crazy surprise entrants. I, I thought there were going to be more for the women just because they kind of had a to fill up the rumble. Yeah, did some of the old school girls come back? 
Lita, Trish, Molly Holly, Tori Wilson. All right. Uh, Jacqueline. There was a lot of a uh, uh, lot of Beth Phoenix. A lot of good girls. Uh, Kelly Kelly. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Kelly Kelly. No, no Keebler. No Stacy Keebler. Nah, she's got no reason to come back. God, I miss those legs, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Remember her in WCW, bro? She's originally from WCW, right? Yeah, she was uh, David Flair's. Nitro girl? Oh, David Flair's uh, like valet? Valet, yeah. Mrs. Miss Hancock or some shit like that. <laughs> then she came over, became Stacy Keebler. I remember I would uh I would buy the WWE magazines or the swimsuit editions of those and oh, I would yeah. rip them out and I would just uh, tape them up on my wall in my room. <laughs> and I remember those were the first ones I'd go for the Stacy because me and my brother would split the magazine or something because I could I wanted to put the whole magazine so I would like I would go for the Stacy Keebler ones and he'd be like hey what the hell and I'd be like uh you get you get to pick the next one <laughs> <laughs> you get Jackie <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stacy Keebler, Kelly Kelly. <coughs> Both sexy. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> well, we should talk about some fights. Oh, this weekend? Well, last weekend's card. The or what's it, the Virginia card? Yeah, Jack or, or Charlotte. Nor- Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Flair Country. Woo! <laughs> surprisingly, everyone's getting, everyone's getting annoyed now by that shit. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, surprisingly, I didn't hear a lot of woos in Charlotte. I wonder if they're banning people, which Ariel and Luke Thomas are advocating for banning people that are wooing. I can understand it. I mean, I went pretty woo hard in Detroit. You did yourself. Mm-hmm. Not like. Every every time, but I wooed a lot. I probably pissed some people off. I was having fun. I didn't give a fuck. Fuck it, right? Fuck it. I wonder why it started. Was it all because of the uh, 30 for 30? I don't know. Because it wasn't happening before that. I don't remember it happening before that. I've been wooing for a while. Yeah, I, I used to woo at work all the time, and then they started doing it to, back to me, so I had yeah, to stop. They started, I, started, I started doing Macho Man to them. <laughs> I started Flair Friday a couple years ago. <laughs> like, I would just, like, post a meme of Ric Flair or a picture of Ric Flair doing something. And then, like, other people, it caught on for a while, and then other people would, like, send me stuff. So, like, when I go through my memories... There's just like a ton of Ric Flair pictures and posts and stuff from a couple of years nice. ago. The when, nature boy. When I started Flair Friday. And then we would just woo me and my friend Lean, another dude that we worked with, because we were you excited know, it was Fridays. Sometimes, because I, I collect toys like a fucking <laughs> grown-ass kid. No, not you. Uh, I mean, but, I can't. Uh, I can't see them all, <laughs> all in a all in a row on the walls. Yeah, but I don't open them because you know, I have some of my old open ones. I don't play with them. Right. I got like some of my old open, like from fucking ninety seven, ninety six, the like Kevin Nash and shit. Yeah. 
but I have a flare that's not opened. It's not that old. Maybe it's like four or five years old. I looked for it online. I bought it for thirty bucks. It's a hundred and thirty bucks right now. Is it just Rick? Yeah, it's just Rick with a title and his black robe. It's a defining moments one. The ninety two. Um, when he had I, the title. No, this one's the WCW title. I don't. I don't know what, exactly what moment it oh, is. Oh, it's the WCW. I thought it was a WWE one. No, it's a WWE release, but it's right, right. I just thought it was uh, from when he was in the WWE for uh, a Royal year. Rumble. Yeah, when he won it and then beat Mach. Yeah, no, but sometimes I'm like, man, I'm like, why do you buy these toys? And I go online, and I look, I look at some of these. They're pretty expensive now. Like if I were to sell them on eBay, which I'm not going to. This is my personal collection. I just like collecting them. They're pretty expensive now. Yeah, like, like 50, 60 bucks for a lot of them, and like I said, that flare is like one hundred thirty bucks. It was hard to find when I bought them. Ryan used to have one. Oh, uh, Undertaker. <laughs> no, it's Stone it's Stone Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold. His his Stone Cold collectible used to be worth probably quite a bit. Not no mo. Not no more. <laughs> oh man! So last Saturday night, Jocker picks up the first round KO of Derek Brunson. God damn, that head kick was nasty. Yeah, dude, it just seemed like uh, Jockery was just waiting for this guy, kind of uh, trying to catch him like a gator. Boom, just trying to snap down on him. Snap that jaw. Yep, just waiting, waiting, waiting. Uh, He wasn't too aggressive on him. He was kind of letting Derek trying to get off, and boom, caught him with that kick and just finished him. Yeah, he definitely didn't want to be aggressive with him because he knew – you know, you've seen what the power that Brunson has, yeah, and what he does to people. So you, you was... could see he was pretty much done after that kick. He was oh, wobbled. Yeah. He was trying to get his feet. He he couldn't get it under him. Yeah, he was done for. Done. And, uh, what is it like? Four shots after he finishes them. Yeah, too unnecessary. <laughs> but... I don't know. <laughs> you make it a statement. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Rush should have gotten there faster. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Jacare takes his second stand-up win to Derek Brunson, which is very impressive for someone with that's known for being a jiu-jitsu artist. Right. And importantly, Jacare you know, gets that bounce-back win. Yeah. Yeah. Stops the streak. Which everyone was questioning it, but, you know, it wasn't a fluke loss. It was just Whitaker fucking is that good. Don't, definitely was not a fluke loss with Whitaker. Uh, you go back and you watch Whitaker. He is fighting for those fucking to try to stuff those takedowns. He's like, nope, you're not taking me down. You know, I've never seen someone do that to Jackery. Stuff the takedown like that, Mm-mm. wiggling out, getting him out of there. Yeah, and just fearless with the stand, like you know, standing up off the bottom. Uh huh. I've never seen anybody do that to Jacare. Nope. And Whitaker just, you know, was like, okay, time to get up now. Yeah, like I said, he's done this twice to Brunson. And Brunson, to to take out Machida like that, and he's taking out some good people on the feet. Yeah. And for Jacare to do it to him, it just goes to show you, Whitaker's that good. I didn't think Whitaker would make it that far. Not to get on Whitaker, but, you know. He was a 170-er to move up to 185 and do this. 
to these guys. Yeah, well, and then to turn around after that performance with Jockery and what he did to Yoel Romero. Yeah. With a bad knee. A blown-out knee. What, after the second? I think so. Well, he's back, so that's good. He's back in training. Oh, he is? Yeah, yeah. I think they posted up a picture of him boxing, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. Good, he beat the staff. That's awesome. He's not going to die. Yeah, that's always a plus. <laughs> a big-time plus. Got a title to unify. Got a title to unify. Yeah, they, dude, they didn't land any strikes on each other. They were feeling each other out. Yeah, it was only 121, but still. Yeah, I mean, 9 of 9 for Jacare and 8 of 8 for Brunson. Yep. Well, sorry, 9 of 21, 9 total and 9 significant, 8 total and 8 significant for Brunson. He threw 34, but yeah, it's just all feeling out. And then Jacare, bam, head kick. Good night, sir. Um, what do you do with uh, Jacare? Because you definitely, he, he's got to take another fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Yol and this guy are going to be the interim. They're going to decide the interim belt. Yol and Luke Rockhold, what, like next week or two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So they're going to decide the interim now that. Next week. Whitaker's back. He'll fight whoever wins that one. Next weekend. Yeah. It's the 10th. So you'll have to decide the championship again. And uh, Jacare's, she has to take another fight. Yeah. Well, you got Bisping, Gasolum, and Weidman all sitting there behind him. All those guys really need dance partners. Yeah, well, Bisbee's not taking the fight anytime soon because he got knocked out. I don't think he wants to fight Jacare for his last fight. No, definitely not Jacare. I would but. not want to go out against Jacare. Uh, Weidman, or Gaslam hasn't fought since his loss to Weidman. Dude, it's got to be Jacare Weidman. That does make sense. I mean, well, I mean, you could do Gaslam and Jacare, I guess, but... I don't want Jacare and Weidman, though. Why not? Because I don't want to see that fight. I like both those guys too much. <coughs> I like both of them. I like to see that fight. I mean, it, it would be a great fight. <coughs> don't get me wrong. I just, don't, I just like both those guys too much. I don't want to watch my two of my favorite fighters fight each other. Yeah. But, you know, if it's got to happen, let's do it. Yeah. It'll be a great I, fight. I, I, I don't want to see Gaslam Jockery just because I don't want to see Gaslam get choked out. <laughs> I'd rather see Weidman Sosa. Yeah. I think that's more of an even, even fight. Yeah. I don't know. Gaslam could probably just stuff the takedowns too. Keep it standing. Weidman and Gaslam would be interesting fights for, for Jockery. I don't know about Bisbing. I, I wouldn't want to see Bisbing. No. He'd he'd submit Bisbing. 
Yeah, and then diving down the branch would be too far down at the in the rankings to try to set that one up. He's all the way at eight. Three versus eight. Branch would love that, but Jacare's not going for that. No, Branch Branch would make sense with a Gastelum or a Bisping, but again, I don't know if Bisping's gonna take that fight either. The branch fight is winnable to go out on. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Bisbing would want to go on in that fight. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Guess yeah, Weidman and uh and Jocker are the pretty much the fights that make the most sense. Yeah, and it sucks because there's there finally seemed to be some clarity in that division with GSP vacating and Whitaker finally being the champion. And then they're like, okay, we're going to have Whitaker versus Rockhold. And then the fucking staff infection. It's like, what the fuck? Because now they have an intern belt and now Whitaker's back. Uh, and now these guys are all held up again. Yep. Just more bullshit belts to save pay-per-views. Yeah, exactly. To save pay-per-views. This didn't have to be for a belt. No, you get called it a number one contender spot. You don't have to put a belt there. No, but you got to have a title fight on a pay per view nowadays, especially when they're charging sixty five dollars. Yeah. Ugh. Cunts. <laughs> uh, Andre Feely picks up the decision win in the co-main event. Basically because he took him down four times. and Dude, Bermudez won this fight. Even though Bermudez had three minutes and 17 seconds of control. Yeah, I'm telling you. the whole I was watching this. I don't know what, I, I don't know what the judges were fucking watching. They were, I guess they were watching the takedowns. And I understand takedowns. But I don't know what people were watching because Bermudez was getting up. He wasn't held down that right. long. He only had 51 seconds of control off of four takedowns. Yeah, like I understand. But like... There's no damage off of those takedowns. No. Those takedowns were coming off of the reactions to the low kicks. So, I don't know why they gave it to Feely. I thought they were both hitting pretty significantly hard. I just thought maybe, I thought Bermudez was doubling up more his jab. He did land more significant strikes and total strikes. Like I said, I don't know why the judges gave it to Feely. Because of the, t- I know it's because of the takedowns, but I don't understand their <clears throat> reasoning behind weighing the takedown so much. Like, why do you gotta you gotta take into account what they're doing with it? If they're controlling <clears throat> them on the floor, what strikes are being landed on? Like, how like what's being done with the control on the floor as well? And like the defense as well. Like, they're not taking anything into account. It's just like, oh, he took him down points. Like, what the hell kind of shit is that? I mean, it was a bad night of judging. I, I When I watched it, I was watching it while watching you on like on your thing on YouTube. And oh, I, yeah. You called me a piece of shit. You said I should stop the channel. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I would never say those things. Don't, yeah, don't fucking throw that out there for people. <laughs> Next time I'm going to. <laughs> no, I definitely didn't say that. But I was like, no, I'm like, no, there's no way. Well, Cause I, that's why I like having that's why I like having me and my my buddies here just uh, score them to see how we saw them and kind of explain why we saw it our way. 
Because I'm like, I, I questioned myself too, and then I went back and saw the fight. And then I'm like, okay. No, and, I, and I had said, I thought, because I didn't, I wasn't, wasn't listening to the, the fight. Mm-hmm. And I was just seeing Feely landing a jab a lot and the takedowns. And I thought that, but I didn't see the stats until the, after the fight. The, the jab was pretty memorable just because he was snapping Bermuda's head back right. a lot. Like, and that's like, and that's what was standing out to me about the jab was how much the head snapped back. And I think that was what was, you know, was throwing the judges in that direction too. Yeah. Like I, I, again, I don't know how they judge scoring of striking. I scored it as, you know, pop, pop. That's two pop, pop. Cause you know, number of strikes and like, right. if they're, if they're effective. That's how I was going by. So I'm like, okay, he's doubling up the jab, and I was seeing that. No, because Feely was landing, and he was giving him a fight, and this was a badass fight. I'm not sure if it won uh, any fight. No, it didn't no, win any. No, it didn't. But there were, like, the one, the other ones that won kind of were more deserving a little bit. But this was a good fight. Nonetheless, it was a good fight. But I thought Bermudez just did a little bit more in the striking department, even if he was out, just outpointing it, not, like, Maybe not landing more damage with the amount of strikes he did because, like I said, he Bermudez was getting his head snapped back, and uh, Feely was looking for the the more powerful shots. Bermudez was looking for his openings, doubling up on his jab, and looking for the leg kick. So, I don't know how the judges again. I don't know how they judge, but no. they, they judge takedowns. But in like, my opinion, like I said, they. Uh... It wasn't a great night of judging anyway. There were other fights that were scored pretty badly too, so I saw somebody in the I think it was the Freaks group saying it was like one of the worst judged night or night of judgings we've had since uh Brooklyn last year. Some people like exaggerating, though. I don't know. This, this this one was like it had it had some bad fights, but we've had some pretty pretty bad bad calls. Oh yeah, yeah, yes we have. But it was a bad, pretty bad night. Uh, Gregor Gillespie picks up the first round knockout over Jordan Rinaldi. <laughs> Gillespie fucking took him down, beat Gillespie. the shit out of him. Looked really good. Yeah. He and it's funny because he's like, um, it wasn't working for me in the standing department, so I took him down and I fucking just worked him on the ground. And to me it didn't look like he was having trouble standing. He was out striking the dude. To me it just it, it to me it was just like, you know what, I'm taking you down, I'm taking you down, and then he just uh finished him there. But you know, I don't know. Some guys from that, especially, you know, they got the super strong wrestling background, like that's, Gillespie that's does. That's, yeah, right. They they take a shot, they get cracked pretty good, and they're like, oh, oh time to take it to the ground. And I think that's exactly what it was because he was. I thought he was doing excellent on the feet, and I'm just like, okay, you just want to take it down to the floor and then finish him. I guess that's where he feels stronger. He just wanted to finish it, but not like like you said, he he got cracked and he's like, fuck it, I'm going to the floor. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes you question shit, I guess. And mm-hmm. so he's like, Fuck it's it. It's better safe than sorry. Yeah. You don't want to keep standing and be like, I can, 
I can weather this, and then boom, another one right. slips in, and your feet are done, and they're not under you. Exactly. And then catches you with the third, and that's it. Yep. Lights out. Yeah, no, he, he definitely did a smart thing, took it to the floor, and finished it. Uh, keeps his undefeated streak going. Yeah, it was a good win. Impressive. Very, very impressive. Looked strong. Dominant. Proves to 11-0. What division is it? Uh, Gillespie is a lightweight. Lightweight? He's probably not even ranked at all. No, I don't believe so. Go look, at the, go look at the lightweight division. No. No. Dunham is at the as the 15th spot. Yeah. Trinaldo's. Oh, dude, no. If you look at lightweight, it's just a roll of killers all the way down to 15. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see if he makes his way on there. 11 and 0. I mean, really, if you look at a featherweight's pretty dangerous, too. Yeah. Qatar or Cater uh, is 15. Yeah. Miles Jerry, Duho Choi. Bactic, Hanato Mujicano, Gary Rodriguez. People, they took their stock out of Yair. You get, don't sleep on Yair. It's just he faced a beast in Edgar. No, they just moved him too fast. Yeah, exactly. They uh, they they tried to, to springboard off of beating BJ Penn up, mm-hmm. which yeah. They put him. They put. It, they put him against the exact person that was going to destroy him. Like, exactly. hey, you want to play this game? I'm taking you down, and I'm going to keep you here. Yep. Well, Frankie I'll go is. To the face. Frankie is bad for almost anybody. Mm-hmm. Say maybe Max and Brian Ortega. Oof. Because Brian Ortega is super strong off his back. That guy's scary, man, with his jits. Right, and that's Frankie's game is get you in uh, on your back. You know, and Frankie will hang out in the guard and try to ground and pound you. Yeah, and then that's not going to work with No. Ortega will slap a fucking triangle on your ass. With Rip the, your arm off. Right, with the quickness. <laughs> Take that bitch. Uh, uh, opening fight of the main card. Drew Dauber picks up or Dober picks up the decision win over Frank Camacho. I was right. Remember, I was I was like Frank Camacho missed weight last time. He he was in ineligible for that fight bonus against uh, Damian Brown. He beat Damian Brown, but he missed weight, so he he couldn't win that bonus, and then he had to give some of his purse to the to the dude, but. He lost this one in a, in a pretty good fight. I thought it was a really good fight back and forth. Yeah, I mean, pretty close. Dober, 161 and 145 significant strikes. Camacho landed 148 and 106 of them significant. And also had three takedowns and three minutes of control. Did you Pretty think close? Yeah, did you Pretty think close. maybe the judges got this one wrong with I I I did I thought Camacho won, but I I wasn't too ex- uh, upset about it and I wasn't going to protest it just because it was kind of a close fight and I think they just gave it uh to Dauber and they did they didn't take the control into account. 
Yeah, or the takedowns, which they did for Feely. Yeah, which is kind of weird. You see how they yeah, they didn't take the takedowns. That's right. Just inconsistent. Striking. Yeah. Inconsistent judging. Mm-hmm. But fight of the night. No, I thought Camacho won, you know, off of the takedowns and the control. Yeah. But never leave it in the hands of the judges. Never Even though they're the judges, right? That's right. weird. <laughs> right. Bobby Green picked up the decision win in the feature fight of the FS1 prelims over Eric Cope. Um, what do you think about this fight? Uh, Bobby, I mean, Bobby Green just took him down, beat him up, held him up against the cage, roughed him up. I thought Eric Coach was just waiting for Green the whole time, trying to counter him. Yeah. He just never did anything, never. He was always waiting for Green to get off on him. Yeah, Green, or, uh, Coke wasn't aggressive at all. No, he was landing some nice body kicks and some nice counter strikes, but I, he, he just wasn't as aggressive as Green was. And maybe he was—he just didn't want to get caught with a with a nice power shot because Bobby Green is the power guy. No, Bobby in, Green in this fight. Bobby Green definitely has one punch power. No, I thought Green looked okay. Um, I don't know, nothing really out of the ordinary to me, but he looked—he looked pretty good. What is this lightweight? He's not even in the top fifteen either. No. I mean, he's got one win, a draw, and then a bunch of losses. So he's definitely not going to be ranked. But mm. it was a it was a good statement win for him. Yeah, especially after a guy like Coach. Yeah, Coke, a veteran. Coke, a veteran. It was a good win. Nothing nothing spectacular. Nah. I was expecting a finish from Green. But like I said, uh, Coke was just playing the fucking counter game, trying to catch this guy. Not wanting to get caught. Yeah, he was, he was playing it too safe. Fighting not to lose instead of fighting to win. Yep. He just allowed Bobby Green to get off on him a little bit more. Yep. But too patient. Not aggressive enough. Mirsad Bektik was pretty aggressive, though. Ooh. Ooh. Impressive. Because cause is, is this the fight off of the Elkins? Is, was that his last fight? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, he was winning that fight. Yeah, he was up. He was winning going into the third round and then got caught in the third round. I'm pretty sure I had I picked Bektik to win this fight just because I, I had seen Godfredo fight a couple times or Pepe. He just, he's just very wild. He doesn't set anything up. And oh, Bechtick is pretty good on his feet. Really and, weird, unorthodox fighting style yeah. for Godofredo Pepe. Yeah. And uh, Bechtick was able to land the body punch, put him down. Oh, God, it was nasty. Yeah, he folded him. Oh. Folded him, jumped on him. God damn, he hit him hard as fuck. We had, we actually had two body punch stoppages this uh, this. This card. Yeah. That's right. The opening fight, yeah. That's right. Don't we don't see very many of those anymore. No, and maybe it's just uh it's a credit to them advancing their striking. 
maybe we're seeing a lot more mixing it up to the body. In boxing, you see body shots all the time. That's how you set shit up. You got to go to the you got to go to the body. Liver shot. Yeah, make them drop their hands so you can hit their head. Or the liver shot, you get them right in the liver, puts them down, hold them, which it looks like, I don't know if that was the liver side on Pepe, but it looked like it hurt the fuck out of him. He folded. Like, no, I think Argh. it was just straight in the sternum. Mm. Okay. I think it was like. But he got him good. Yeah, he just straight sternum. Fucking Dom Cruz kept yelling out he hit him in the liver, but he's an idiot. <laughs> Dude, Dominic Cruz is fucking terrible. The commentary? Yes, especially when he's completely, when it's just him and John Anik, he never shut the fuck up. He just takes over, right? A lot of people were saying that. He I just takes that. over, and he's always talking shit, like making shitty comments to people, like, because they were going back to the studio shit a lot for with uh, DC and uh, he likes Woodley. getting in with yeah he likes getting in with those guys yeah and he, he was just saying all kinds of stupid shit to them I don't know I yeah. just I can't stand it he's not very good I don't like it when he's with Rogan either because he's a dick sometimes him and Rogan uh, butt heads a little bit yeah he's... Rogan knows how to navigate through that though. He's just, I don't know, I think he's a, well, Dom's a dick anyway. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah, he's got to go. Let Jimmy Smith start doing that shit. Don't let Dom, don't let he's, Dom. When, when is Jimmy Smith starting? He's starting soon, isn't he? Like, uh, uh, I, I don't start, know, I don't know if this weekend's his first one, but I know he's doing uh, 221. Okay. He's in so Perth for Cheryl, but I don't know if he's in Brazil or not. I think it's Perth might be his first one. Yeah, I don't say I don't I don't know if he's if he's in in Brazil this weekend or not, but I know for sure he's he's doing Perth. Ah, John Annex, the fucking commentary for the or the play by play for fucking the new game. It's John and Joe. I miss Mike. Like that's been I went on this binge of playing UFC 2 For the last couple of weeks Just playing online and shit And uh, like that's one of my favorite parts Is that I get to hear Goldberg You'd have to buy the Bellator game If they ever come out with one Fucking they ain't never coming out with a Bellator game Maybe Viacom uh, Throw them some money Paramount Paramount owns that shit now Oh yeah, right. Well, isn't Paramount owned by Viacom? Mm, or they bought Viacom? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know either. The Paramount Network now. Yeah, they're giving me like a free week on Sling. Yeah. To try to entice me to buy it, but nah, it's not that intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight. I might. I don't know. Bellator's going to be on there, though. I might have to get it. Fuck. Shit. Might be like five bucks. I wish they would offer it again for PlayStation View. What, Sling? No. You might just have to get Sling, bro. Not Sling. Uh, Well, it used to be Spike, but... Mm. Viacom. You might just have to get Sling, bro. It's like 20 bucks, 25 bucks a month for a bunch of channels. You get all the channels. Yeah, but I already have cable. 
I'm not going to yeah. switch well, providers. Get rid of cable. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have PlayStation View. Okay. Uh, Comcast keeps on trying to get me on their shit, and I'm like, dudes, I got Sling. Leave me alone. I'm not trying to pay for fucking Comcast cable. I tell them that. I just had to talk to them yesterday when I went to pick up my new modem. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, would you like to upgrade and take uh, Comcast cable? Like, no, I already... Look, we're in the future, all right? We don't need to fucking do that shit anymore. We can just download whatever we want or buy a streaming service. Right. They're like, well, it's cheaper for your internet if you bundle it with... Fuck you. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. That's why I got rid of you in the first place, because I was was fucking not going to pay $100 a month for cable. This isn't even an advertisement. If they wanted to fucking sponsor us, that would be great. They'll never sponsor us. Sling is fucking incredible, dude. I love Sling. I like my PlayStation View. Yeah. I I don't know. I've never experienced it, so I don't know. And I'm not against PlayStation. I own PlayStation 1 and 2. But I have Xbox. Get on that 4, bro. I have Xbox. Sorry, bro. I got 12 years. I'm a loyal customer. I have a bunch of friends that recently made the switch from Xbox to PlayStation. Yeah, why? Because. Because they're weak. No. <laughs> nah. <laughs> or they're smart. Nah, I, I don't find that major of a difference for me to make the change. And all kind of my cousins are on this one. It, like, I, if I start making more money, I'll, I'll fucking definitely buy a, a PlayStation, PlayStation 3 and 4 because I want to add them to my collection of systems. Nice. Got a bunch of systems. I gotta, I gotta make a video, put it up so people can see. Hell yeah! The collection. Uh, Caitlin Chukagian picked up the decision win over Mara Romero Barella. Um, Barella outstruck her eighty to seventy one, seventy nine to sixty eight significant strikes and one takedown. And Chikagian had one submission attempt. It was another close fight. Yeah, they're getting judging kind of. Uh, eh. This is a boring fight. They're missing a lot. Yeah. Uh, they Neither one of them landed 100 strikes, and they both threw over 200. Yeah. So. <clears throat> lots of misses. Lots of misses. Not a lot of time on the ground. Barella only had 35 seconds of control. Randa Marcos picks up the decision win over Juliana Lima. Your girl, Randa Marcos. Yeah, man. Two takedowns, nine minutes of control, 114 strikes. Didn't really look for a finish. Just grinded it out. Yeah, I kind of was just complacent with winning. Yeah, kept kept Lima on the floor. Yeah, not a great performance, but she got the win. Got to got to get wins. The fuck? I was trying to open up her record, but. Who, uh, Marcos, but my internet's fucking frozen. Let's see. Right oh, the there it goes. There it goes. She, yeah. well, she beat Lima, lost to Garasso, my girl Garasso. 
beat Sparza, lost to Casey back in 2016. Damn, she's one off, one on, one off, one off. Yeah, so she needed to keep some <laughs> keep some consistency going. Yeah, she's consistently one off, one on, one off, one on. At least she got a win. I thought she lost against Carrasco. That one was kind of controversial for people. I thought she lost. I thought she got beat. But this one, she definitely won. Yeah. No contro- No controversy behind this one. No, but there was some controversy in the next uh, the fight before this. Ji Young Kim picks up the decision win over Justine Kish. Uh, Kish outstruck her 96 to 68. Both total and significant. No takedowns. No takedowns <laughs> attempted. Yeah. Again, like you were saying, the judging was off. By off, you mean shit. Yeah. And we shouldn't talk about shit when we talk about Justine Kish, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I no wish pun intended. Pants. Yeah, I wish, <laughs> Why would you time. wish that? So we had something to talk about there in this fight. This... Don't know. Why would you wish somebody shit their pants again? Because that could be like her thing, you know, like her marketing thing. Like, no. You know, I'm just in kiss. I shit myself all the time. <laughs> this isn't the WWE. Like when they first brought in fucking Darren Drosdale and they wanted him to puke on everything. <laughs> oh, no. She could be sponsored by bidets or something. Or by like white. Boom, <laughs> by Hello Tushy. Yeah, by Hello Tushy. would <laughs> <laughs> be great for marketing, bro. There's a Hello Tushy video. Like, like one of their videos live stream and the girl just kept saying butthole over and over again. It's just talking about washing your butthole. Mm. It's very important. Lady bits. And <laughs> important. <laughs> she probably said butthole like five or six times in less than two minutes. And people were, it was like a live, originally a live stream video. So you see the comments. People are like, why is she saying butthole so many times? <laughs> Stop saying butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the judging on this one was terrible. <clears throat> terrible. Opening fight of the FS1 prelims. Vince Burchell gets the win over Joaquim Silva. Um, not much to this fight either. No, man. Some of these fights were really boring. Yeah. And the judging was off too, to, to fucking one up them. Like, yeah, you guys want to be boring? Well, one up you. Yeah, here we go. We want to be Throw boring. This whole shit. Yeah. We're going to give it to the loser. Yeah. But at least this one made a little bit more sense just because in terms of the takedown and the striking kind of being semi-close. But, yeah. you know, again, the... They favor takedowns a lot. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not super controlling or you're trying to actively advance position or strike or... Well, at least or, in, in this fight... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. But, um, but at least in this fight, the guy that got the takedown also outstruck the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where that was not a consistent factor in other fights. Mm-hmm. It's just a bad night for judging, man. 
bad night. Yeah, they got. If you're gonna be bad, at least be consistently bad, and don't just fucking flip flop. Wow, well, I think this guy won this time. Like, why? I don't know. Because he looked better. In yeah. what aspects? I don't know. These motherfuckers were just sitting at the table flipping a coin. Yep. Man, like this one's close. Who won? Uh, tails. Pachel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Tails. <laughs> I did not see the fight past prelims. Uh, um, I know I Nico, did. Nico Price won by submission. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was a good fight. Uh, Sullivan landed some nice shots on Nico. Nico was kind of trying to look for the big shot to put him out, and he, I think he eventually caught him. Check real quick, and then finished it on the ground with the submission. He got the rear naked choke in. I don't remember if he caught him to, to leading to it. Let's see. No, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, this guy was uh, was using good forward pressure. George Sullivan was using good forward pressure on Nico Sullivan. And uh, I think it was second round, third round. Nico Price, submission win, rear naked choke. Good win for Nico. Yeah, he needed that. Who was his last loss to? Oh, somebody that just fought recently because we just talked about this. Um, I know he lost against Joban. Vincente Luque. Luque beat him. Yeah, your boy Luque. He beat Joban. Yeah, okay, he beat Joban. He lost to Luque. He lost to Luque by submission, and he beat Joban. And had his... Yeah, so it's a nice, it's a nice rebound. Yeah, had his win. Um, he... Over... He wasn't looking too bad in the striking. Like I said, he was just waiting for this guy. I think he was just trying to find his shot. And by waiting, this guy did catch him with a nice combination, which did kind of put uh, Nico in danger. Um, I would like I would like to have seen him more aggressive, but um, he did get the victory. He did get the submission victory. So yeah. Um... What about uh, Corey Sandhagen? Dude, Corey Sandhagen. Keep an eye on that motherfucker right there, dude. I'm keeping an eye on that son of a bitch. That guy looks really, really good. And I don't know if it was just the, the opponent he had. And it might have been. Because Austin Arnett, uh, the the two fights I've seen him in, I've seen him on the Dana White uh, contender series. And in this one, and he kind of starts off slow. In this one, he never got a chance to start, and he always seemed to never want to throw. And when he did throw, it was after Corey every single time. But the thing with Corey is he mixes it up really well. He's throwing kicks. He's throwing punches. He's throwing nice combinations. Um, he wasn't he wasn't on the floor too long, but he was using his angles very well. His clinch work was fucking beautiful. Um, this this kid really impressed me. I, I hadn't seen any of his fights. I don't know if it was his first fight. In that was his, yeah, that's his debut. But he was he was really impressive. Yeah, very very good movement. His in and out is very well. So he's hitting and he's getting out of uh, out of the dangerous uh, striking positions. Right. And uh, it, it, it's kind of I don't know. He's fighting with his hands down too. Like he's fighting with his hands down. He's like, fuck it, but he's in and out, pop, pop. Not McGregor style, but like 
kind of, you know, but he's in and out, in and out, likes throwing different shit, and he was really good in the clinch, too. All right. Keep your eye on him. Yep, I'm going I'm going to keep my eye on him. Corey Sanhagen. Corey Sanhagen. Raphael tells you to keep your eye out. Don't shoot your eye out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about a couple news stories and then get up out of here for the night. Boom. Uh Triple G and Canelo Alvarez are going to have a rematch. It's official for May 5th. Cinco yeah. de Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be fucking epic. Uh, I don't know if you, you saw the first fight, right? I did not. No? Okay. I, I think the first fight was overshadowed by the controversial judging. That fight was epic. I could watch these two guys fight forever. Uh, it was a badass fight, dude. Um, everyone said that Triple G was going to knock out Canelo in the first fight. And Canelo came in, and he did what he had to do to either get a draw but not lose. Like, the, I, I thought it was a pretty close fight with Canelo using his ring generalship in that. And I mean, like, using the outside of the ring, using his combinations and getting out of the way of uh, Triple G. And Triple G was trying to cut off the ring and land his jab and land his two behind it, you know, land his power shots. But he wasn't able to knock out uh, Canelo, which everyone said he was going to do. I just thought the the judging kind of overshadowed this fight, which was an epic fight. It ended up being a draw, right? Yeah, it ended up being a draw because of, uh, I forget the lady's name. Was it Ariel Bird? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's that, 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 that bitch. Yeah. Look, I had it I had it closer, but I still had Golovkin winning by like two rounds or something like that. But this lady had Canelo winning like ridiculously. Of course. Ah, I, I don't mind paying for this pay per view. I'm gonna buy this pay per view. I'm gonna yeah. fight companions, this bitch. It's gonna be epic. Another I, epic fight. I might get this pay per view. I mean the only other boxing fight I've watched in forever was McGregor Mayweather. Okay. No, this one was definitely worth it. All 12 rounds, and they were fucking beating the shit out of each other. Like I said, Canelo using his his footwork, using the outside of the ring, dodging, weaving, taking the shots off, taking the power off of Golovkin's shots, giving it back to him, making Golovkin miss. It was a beautiful performance by Canelo, but I can see why they gave it to Golovkin. He was landing more jabs. He was trying to walk down Canelo, but Canelo's not going to win by coming forward on Golovkin. What Canelo has to do now is kind of almost implement the same game plan, but in a different style, but kind of up the work a little bit more. But I don't know if the gas tank is there for Canelo because he's he's heavy, heavy muscle guy. He's going to pack on so much more shots, more shots, more shots. He's going to get winded. But if he wants to beat Golovkin, he's going to have to outpoint him and use the same style of evading and taking the the sting off of uh, Golovkin's shots and getting out of the way, using his angles very well. But we'll see. It's going to be a badass fight. Yeah, it'll be exciting. I know Ryan's really excited about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure Blake's getting ready. He'll have another uh, breakdown of the fight 
preview like he did for for the first series. He breaks down boxing really well. Yeah, I, I asked him a boxing question. I, I, I'm enjoying his uh, his fan questions, beer breakdowns. I don't even drink beer, but you know, I'll sit through the beer thing just to get through the fan question. I'll always drop a question. I, I missed this week just because I couldn't think of anything that interesting. I'll, I'll get him next week. I'll get you next week, Blake. But I hit him up with like a boxing question, and he 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 really got into it, which is pretty awesome. But yeah, I know he loves boxing, and you could fucking you can tell. Yeah, uh, he knows his shit. Yeah. That dude knows, I mean, especially God, especially Mayweather. Mm-hmm. He knows Mayweather better than almost anybody else I've heard that's an expert try to break things down. Yeah. He's got good shit. Check yeah. that shit out. Yeah, shout-outs to Blake. Do you see Rampage and fucking Rashad got <laughs> yeah. into it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to see that rematch. No, no. They only fought once, right? Yeah. 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 I've always been a Rampage fan, and in that case, I was on Rampage's side. Except lately, man, Rampage has seemed like lackluster performances, kind of just not in it, half-heartedly getting out there for a paycheck, and it's just like, come on, Rampage. Not yeah. like this. I was I was on Rampage's side. Yeah, I was on Rampage's side. For that one. I, I was a big Rashad fan for a long time. Not that I hate Rashad, but, you know, I love Rampage. He's just a funny guy, and he beats the shit out of people. Well, he used to. Yeah, I loved Rampage back then. Uh, Michael Bisping said he's not fighting at UFC London. There's no main event still for UFC London. And I think tickets went on sale, like, just recently like like today or this week or something they go on sale tomorrow okay yeah they were trying to do bisbing versus rashad but it fell through wonder if rashad couldn't pass a medical again yeah poor rashad it's due to brain shit right that they don't want to let him supposedly Supposedly, but we'll see. That's that's what he he said it's not, but that's what I think Tim Kennedy leaked out when he announced on the MMA hour the first time that the fight got scrapped. Okay, it was between him and Kennedy, right? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. came on the MMA hour and was like, eh, I think it didn't pass his medical and Pointed to his brain. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, in a follow-up to a story we talked about last week, uh, Timmy Copstash Johnson proved us wrong and not only got his goal for his GoFundMe but exceeded it. So now he's going to follow through on his promise to donate to a charity. The uh, the, the extra that he got... He's, That's uh, fucking sweet, dude. That's awesome to hear. I didn't think he would do it. But he's, he's going out there. He's going out to Brazil, flying out his team. Yeah. The rest of charity. Yeah. And I'm rooting for him. That's the I'll, coolest thing is that he's he's 
following through and donating the rest to charity. Yeah. And I'm rooting for the son of a bitch with this huge ass mustache. <clears throat> he also said that if uh uh if he gets a perform performance bonus, he's gonna donate that too. Damn. So that's kinda cool. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm glad he, he ended up making his goal. Oh, shit. Excuse me. Um, I'm glad that he made his goal. It's cool. I didn't think he would be able to do it. No, I felt it didn't make it. So I thought, I'm like, going off by that, I'm like, dude, nah, this guy's not going to make it. If Felder couldn't make it. Yeah, that's that was my thought process on it, too. I mean, Felder's a pretty well-known and popular guy. If he can't do it, then I don't see Tim Johnson doing especially short notice. Yeah, man, he did it. Congrats. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. And really awesome that he's going to follow through and donate it to charity. Uh, last story. Heavyweight James Mulharan. Mulharan. Jesus Christ. James Mulharan took his one-year suspension for anti-doping violation. Uh, he tested positive back in November for... Uh, Clomiphene and hydroxychlomiphene, which uh, was the substance that both Brock Lesnar and John Jones popped for at UFC 200. The dick pills. John's dick pills. The dick pill excuse. Yep. Yep, the old dick pill excuse didn't work out too well for him, but... We'll see what the the steroid excuse is this time. That's it. We made it. That's it. That's all. <laughs> I mean, that's all the news stories I got. Doesn't necessarily have to be the that at all. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> what do you got in mind, Raphael? Nah, nothing much. Just pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good chat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. No, well, we talked about everything pretty much I did for the weekend. I'm pretty far in uh, Game of Thrones. I got two episodes left, so that's pretty cool. I'm going to finish that this weekend. I uh, I made it through two seasons this weekend. Yeah. Almost two seasons. What about the Super Tazón this weekend? No, the Super Bowl, sorry. The Super Bowl? Yeah. I don't I, Go Eagles. Go Eagles. I hate the Patriots. I'm going Pants, brother. I hate the Patriots. Can't Slap it, slapping on that silver and blue, brother. Uh, silver, blue, and red. I don't like Tom Brady. I don't like Bill Belichick. I'm not really that excited that a, a, the defensive coordinator is about to become the head coach of the Lions. Everybody's all excited because the Pistons traded for fucking Blake Griffin last night. Oh, yeah, right. And it's funny because they left Deontay or DeAndre Jordan on there. And I remember he had left. And then there was a whole fucking fight for him to get back on the Clippers because they didn't want him to leave. And then they finally got him back. And for these guys just to, to leave, they're like, peace, you can stay on the Clippers. And now DeAndre Jordan's the only one on the Clippers. And uh, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin <laughs> peace out. 
I don't, I don't really, I mean, I don't follow basketball, but I have uh, pay attention enough to know that Blake Griffin is not a, really a good pickup. No? He's, in, he's injury prone. He doesn't play oh, okay. defense. I haven't, pl- I haven't watched it in a while. I just heard this. Yeah. He's good for like some dunks, but the dude doesn't play defense. He's hurt a lot. Yeah, well, actually, that's what I remember, too. So He yeah. has no post-game. <laughs> Stan Van Gundy just fucking up. So a friend of mine, I think he tweeted something like, uh, I didn't know Joe Dumars was still running the Pistons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Joe made some terrible trades. Trades and fucking... He made some good ones, and then he lived off of putting together... Chauncey and Tayshawn and Ben Wallace and fucking Rashid. He lived off that and Rip and lived off that fucking fame for a while. So he got a pass for picking up guys like Darko Militic instead of fucking Carmelo or Dwayne or whoever. Yay. Go Pistons, continue to suck. You lost me, bro. Dude, I barely keep up myself. (laughs) I just know a bunch of my friends were super excited that Blake Griffin was a Piston, and I didn't get why. The Bulls just just never get over the hump. It's the curse of Michael Jordan, man. Yeah, that's what I always tell everybody. I'm like, we had Michael Jordan. I'm just glad I got to be part of it. Now everyone idolizes him and wears his shoes, and we haven't made a championship in forever. Mm-mm. Or made it to a championship in forever since him. Nope. But I'm glad I got to see him play when I was a kid. At least I got that. I wasn't even rooting for the Pistons the last time they won a championship, so I was rooting for the Lakers. <laughs> Damn, why? Because I was a Lakers fan, man. Shaq. Uh, is it Shaq? I mean, I liked the Lakers back in the day because of uh, Magic. He went to Michigan State. I but just always remember growing up a Jordan fan. I was a pit, more a Pistons fan. You know, Magic wasn't really... It was later in my era, or early in my era of watching basketball, so... Yeah, but well, I liked, it was a... It, it was a bull. It was more of a Bulls fan. Like it, it, it was a Jordan thing, and then it became a Bulls thing because we had Pippen, and then we had fucking Rodman, two badass characters too. I always liked Scottie Pippen. I always yeah. liked him a lot. And, and then uh, Rodman, dude, at McDonald's, we used to have the cups where, if you would put your your hand on it, and uh, put the warmth on it, his hair would change color, and then you would take your hand off, and then it would cool from the ice and the soda being on it, and then it would change back to the other color. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> We just had Dennis when he was normal. Yeah. Now we had the weird-ass Dennis getting the leopard hair, the pink hair. The Changing green. color, putting putting the yeah. Bulls logo in his hair. Yeah, green hair. It was just everything. Fun Rodman. Yep. Fun Rodman. Just having a blast. Yep. No, I, I became a Lakers fan because I was a Shaq fan, so. People say... Rodman's had some of the best fucking defense of all time. Rodman was a great defensive player. Yeah. Great they, they rebounder. They say he was so strong. 
when, when people posted up on him, he, he pushed them back. They had no room on him. They, 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 yeah, I don't know. They said for his size, he was he was still a big guy, but they said there was bigger people. Like that, Shaq wasn't that effective against him. And Shaq is way bigger than him. Yeah, Rodman played good. He had good fundamentals for defense and was just a strong, strong guy. That's it. People don't realize that these guys are fucking six seven, yeah, six eight. Just because they're all that size, and we see them on TV, right? And then you see them in real life, and you're like, "What the fuck? Giants exist? <laughs> they do exist." Ah, uh, oh yeah. I think that'll. Uh, I think we'll wrap her up there. Fuck it. We're almost at an hour and a half. You got anything to to end the show? Um, not really, man. I fucking ripped. <laughs> it's my favorite part when he just gets awkward for a second. Yeah, trying to think of some. <laughs> you know, I was I'm gonna come up with some, but I never do. Yeah. Like I always yeah. say, you don't have to have anything. Just plug the show if you want. Uh, yeah, listen to Full Heel Podcast. Um, I'm going to probably drop an episode tomorrow. Me and Jamie are going to talk about the whole Ronda Rousey thing, get more in-depth into the Royal Rumble. Nice. Um, NXT was pretty awesome this weekend. Like I said, uh, here, final thoughts. Check out NXT. For people that like good wrestling and very little storytelling but well-told storylines, Check out NXT. It's still a WWE product, but it's only on the network. That's what kind of sucks. But it's $10 a month, and you get all the WWE product for 10 bucks a month. Sorry for the commercial, but NXT uh-huh. is fucking awesome. Um, and check out Full Heel Podcast, where I do my breakdowns on all the, my, all the wrestling shit, and then I have Fight Companions on Saturdays with me and my buddies. And then you can catch me here Tuesdays and Thursdays with my buddy Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Average Joe and average average Jose and <laughs> average Jose. <laughs> yeah, check out the fight companions. They're a good time. I uh, I jumped in, jumped into the comments. It's just yeah, we, we like trying to keep up with the comments. Sometimes we get distracted because uh, we're smoking. Uh, I was just getting high and talking shit. Yeah, no, it's fun. We try to interact with people in the comments. Keep up with it. See if they're watching the fights too. We got the timer going, and I'm getting I'm getting more of the hang of the graphics, so I can like, I don't know if you saw it this week, the camera placement, like you could see the squares actually and shit. Yeah, like that. yeah. yeah. Well, Learning how to do that shit. Like the split screen, that was cool. Yeah, learn how to do that more, more and more. Get fancy with it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm gonna start ma- making graphics for us. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm learning how to do all this stuff. Do what you guys love, because I'm learning, like, MMA is making me do all this other stuff that might come in handy. Might come in handy for me. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, well, shit, we might be able to figure something something out to do it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really got anything. Ah. <laughs> Go pick up UFC 3 when it comes out on Friday if you didn't 
order pre-order the Champions Edition and get the early access. And if you did and you haven't picked that up and played it yet, you're, you're fucking up. But it's fun, you know, very similar to the last one, but some good tweaks so far that I've gotten into. I enjoy it. I'm having a good time. I'm going to fucking put some time into it tomorrow after work. Try to go for that gold. Yeah. Yeah. Get that championship. I need to play 2K18. I've been neglecting it. Man, I just, I don't like the 2K basketball games. It's, it's too. Oh, no. My, mine's uh, the WWE. Oh, WWE 2K18. Yeah. yeah. I've been neglecting playing it just because they, they stuck me in the match. I, it's tough. Have they fixed the fucking bullshit where it's impossible to try to do a block and you're just constantly getting beaten up, but somebody can reverse you really easily? Um, the blocking is pretty easy, but I just hate that they don't have chain blocking Yeah, where I can block you and you can block me and I can block you. And then eventually someone wins. It's if you block me, that's it. I'm stuck in your block. And then if I block you, you're stuck in my block. I, the, the one thing I really did enjoy about when I played the 2k games was the, uh, the in-depth creation. I love, I've always loved that shit. Yeah. I think that's, that's the best part of those games. Mm Mm-hmm. By far. In this one, you have to unlock a lot of shit, so that's why I'm kind of stuck, because I have to unlock, like, a special off the ladder, which I have to have enough points for, and if I don't... And in this one, if you don't do what they tell you to do at the finisher, like, at the end of the match, you won't advance, so I have to do what they're fucking telling me to do to advance, and I'm like, God damn it. I won the match, but I can't advance, because I didn't do Because you didn't something. Fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> fucking... So that's why I'm like, fuck this, I'm gonna go play... Elder Scrolls and ride a wolf and do magic and shit. Check me out in Elder Scrolls, Donkey Tron. Far Cry. Far Cry <laughs> comes out in just under two months. End of March. I think it is. It's March. I think it's March 27th, actually. I think it's the same day as the Froggy Fresh show. Nice. Yeah. You I excited for that? Yeah, I am. I am. I had to go pick up my tickets this week, start selling them. But uh, my nephew, who is, like, excited he's going to go, and his girlfriend and his best friend and shit, they're all going to come watch me. So it's pretty cool. You've been working on your non-swearing stuff? No, nah, I haven't started practicing. Well, I, I've been, like, working on it on my own, but we haven't, like, done any practicing together yet. We'll probably start that pretty soon. Froggy Fresh! 2012! <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! All right, let's get the hell up out of here. Let John Connor fucking take us out. Yeah, yeah. For Rafael Chaidez, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys on Thursday for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Let's go to fucking yeah. You don't want my attention. Y'all can't buy attention. Who say they unstoppable? Watch how I prevent you. What I present you is my ascension. Try to hang with the kid, I will gladly lynch you. You niggas dreaming, I will gladly pinch you. Try to dance with the devil into hell I sent you. 